Suppliers are ticked off at car companies, Mazda teases a subcompact crossover, and how the Chevy Volt will get stronger, faster, and lighter. All that and more coming up on AutoLine Daily. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. This is AutoLine Daily for October 29 of 2014. After a dismal showing in the latest Consumer Reports reliability survey, Chrysler fired its head of quality, Doug Betts. Obviously, somebody had to be held responsible, but Chrysler was at the bottom of the list long before Betts ever showed up. Doug Betts spent most of his career at Toyota, where he did so well that Nissan hired him away. But he wasn't there very long when Chrysler came calling. But Betts was never able to work the same magic that he did at Toyota. So now Fiat Chrysler is splitting his job in two. Mark Chernobyl will head up a global quality for the company, as well as keeping his current job as the head of product development. Matthew Ledane, formerly the VP of Systems and Components at Chrysler, will now take over as head of quality in North America. A number of automotive suppliers are really running their businesses well. So well, in fact, that some automakers think they're making too much money. Sergio Marchione, the CEO of Fiat Chrysler, already went public with his complaints. But other sources tell AutoLine he's not the only CEO who's complaining. Suppliers such as American Axle, Borg Warner, and Delphi are all posting double-digit profit margins, which is better than most automakers. So automakers are complaining they're charging too much for their components. And that makes the suppliers mad. They point out that they typically only win business by being the lowest bidder and that they should not be penalized for running their businesses so well. And you know, suppliers are in a strong position. Thanks to taking out so much excess capacity during the Great Recession, they can now easily refuse to take on business that is not profitable. And maybe for the first time in the history of the automotive industry, they're in a position to tell automakers to go pound sand. More than 16 million vehicles were affected by Takata's defective airbag, and those cars are not going to get fixed anytime soon. Takata blames a shortage of wiring harnesses to make the replacement parts. By the end of the month, it does hope to have 830,000 airbag kits ready, and by February, it hopes to have around 1.5 million replacement bags. But there's a big gap between 16 million and 1.5 million, so it's going to be a long time before Takata can fix all those cars. And in related news, AutoNation, the largest dealer group in the U.S., says it is suspending sales of vehicles equipped with Takata airbags. That may seem like a big deal, but Reuters reports those cars only account for 1 or 2 percent of AutoNation's inventory. The other day, we gave you some info on the next generation Chevy Volt, but now we've got more specific details. While the number of cells decreased by about 100, the volume storage capacity increased by 20% in each of those cells, and the overall mass of the pack decreased by about 30 pounds. The re-engineered two-motor drive will operate anywhere from 5 to 12% more efficiently and weighs 100 pounds less than the current system. 
And the 2016 Volt will use an all-new 1.5-liter four-cylinder engine as the range extender. That will be built in Mexico for the first year of production, but then switch over to the automaker's engine plant in Flint, Michigan. Small compact crossovers like the Kia Soul and Buick Encore have been quite popular, so now Mazda is looking to grab a piece of that pie. The Japanese automaker just unveiled a teaser image of the all-new CX-3, which is the fifth vehicle in its lineup to feature its new Kodo design language. We think it's pretty sharp looking based on the image and does a good job of taking design cues from other Mazda vehicles. The CX-3 will make its debut at the LA Auto Show. Coming up next, we take a look at the most powerful sedan in the world. Here's another great thing about the all-around performance of our Dueler tires. A comfortable, quiet ride. Oh. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. The 2015 Dodge Charger is a four-door sedan that competes against vehicles like the Ford Taurus, Chevy Impala, and Nissan Maxima. Starting price for the Charger is just below $29,000 and it tops out at about $65,000 for the SRT Hellcat model. It's offered with a variety of engines, including a 3.6-liter V6, a 5.7-liter Hemi V8, a 6.4-liter Hemi V8, and the Hellcat's 6.2-liter Hemi. All of those engines are mated to an 8-speed automatic transmission. Fuel economy for the V6 is rated at 19 miles per gallon city, and 31 highway for the rear-wheel drive model, an 18 MPG city, and 27 highway for the all-wheel drive version. Fuel economy numbers for the other engines are not available yet. The first thing you'll notice about the 2015 Charger is its new design. Most notably, the familiar Dodge Crosshair is not as prominent as it once was on the previous car, or it's been eliminated depending on the model and it also features new headlights that are pushed to the corners to help give the car a wider look. Pretty much everything on the exterior is new. The roof and the rear door are the only carryover body parts from the previous Charger. The interior also features new styling, including a 7-inch customizable driver info display, a new center stack, and a new steering wheel that's available with paddle shifters. Overall, I like the interior thanks to its simple layout. It can be overwhelming sometimes with all the buttons in new cars, but the chargers are kept to a minimum, which makes it easier to locate the button you are looking for. Now let's take a look at what's under the hood. The base model is powered by the 3.6-liter V6, and while it's obviously not as powerful as the Hemi-powered models, it's still more than capable with 292 or 300 horses depending on the setup. The RT model is equipped with the 5.7-liter Hemi V8. The RT Scat Pack and SRT392 models are powered by a 6.4-liter Hemi. And then there's the 6.2-liter Hemi V8 that powers the SRT Hellcat. As you may already know, that model comes with two key fobs, one black and the other red. The black one limits the car's power, but the red one unleashes all 707 horsepower and 650 pound-feet of torque. This model is a beast and can be kind of intimidating if you're not ready for all that power. 
But wow, is it fun to drive and it sounds great when you step into the accelerator. Production of the new Charger starts later this year at the company's plant in Brampton, Ontario. And with Charger sales down slightly this year, the new model is making its debut at just the right time. Be sure to join us for AutoLine After Hours tomorrow night when we'll be talking about a revolutionary engine being developed by Acades Power. David Johnson, the president of the company, is back for an encore performance to update us on the progress they're making with their engine. That wraps up today's report. Thank you for watching.